Hello, and welcome to this edition of Advice Worth Keeping, KPMG's podcast series in which we interview KPMG leadership and subject matter experts, as well as third-party and client executives and thought leaders on key global business, socioeconomic, and geopolitical market trends and topics. My name is Stan Lapique, the lead market research and thought leadership effort for the KPMG Global Management Consulting Practice, and I'm your host for this podcast series. And I'm pleased to have with us here today Julie Sullivan. Julie is a member of the Canadian firm. She's a partner focused on a, a broad range of topics and issues, including shared services and outsourcing advisory. And Julie, thanks for joining us here today on Advice Worth Keeping. Thank you. It's my pleasure. So, Julie, a couple of weeks ago, we were having the discussion in the context of reviewing some of the results from this year's joint KPMG and HFS research study on the state and the future of operations and outsourcing. So you made some interesting points in that discussion that we wanted to elaborate on a bit here today in this podcast. So maybe to start out, you had made the comment that relative to where traditional business process and IT outsourcing is today and where it's going, you characterized it that the market's upside down today. I thought that was kind of an interesting characterization, but what are you seeing today relative to your client's use of business process and IT outsourcing? Certainly, it's a big market, but it's a market that's changing in part because of increased availability of intelligent automation in the form of robotics, process automation, artificial intelligence, which is really changing the dynamics a bit of both outsourcing, but more broadly, how organizations deliver business and IT services. So what are you seeing? What's up in the world of outsourcing today? I think the first thing that I'm seeing is organizations are really trying to have digital in their title. They're trying to have an agenda around digital and an agenda around transformation, and sometimes they're not the same thing. Part of it is there's a concern about outsourcing that maybe we don't need to outsource, we can do it all ourselves. In reality, when you're creating some of these partnerships, you're just having different types of contractual relationships. And I think there's still a play for outsourcing. It's a matter of being really clear about where you need to outsource for those things that perhaps will take your time and and energy away from that digital transformation agenda. So I think that's an interesting observation that the transformation agenda is not necessarily the same as the digital agenda because from what I've seen in the market, a lot of organizations use them one and the same. When they talk about developing a digital strategy or a digital agenda, it's assumed that a transformational agenda. What are the differences between the two? And really, should it be a technology-led transformation agenda, or is it more of a business-led transformation agenda that leverages all of the great technology that's out there today? I really think it's a business-led transformation that digital enables. And I separate the two when I think technology is leading. I sometimes call that the digital transformation versus the business leading. The two have to work in partnership, and it's like a house. If you put a brand-new roof on a house but your foundation is crumbling, it's a bad investment. And I think that's what I'm seeing. That's why those two have to be together. You have to still have the foundation in place. It has to be strong. Then you can apply all these new things or evolving capabilities in the marketplace. 
So really then, I would assume the onus is on the IT organization to make sure that agenda is, is up to snuff and can support the new roof, so to speak. But from the business perspective, how involved do they need to get in ensuring that foundation is able to support their needs? Or is that something really that's the IT group's role, but the business should at least be aware of where they're at before they get too aggressive with some of their, their business uh, transformational agendas? I think the business has to be very involved. It doesn't mean every person in the business, but there has to be a transformation office or something established because there are so many choices to be made. And cultural alignment, people alignment, process alignment, services alignment, ultimately what is that business trying to do to accomplish and therefore how does that impact all these other decisions that need to be made? Sometimes I'm seeing huge amounts of money being spent on technology, but without that business context, organizations are kind of coming back and saying, where's the ROI on this? We're not achieving that ROI that we thought we were going to achieve. And to me, that's a false promise because you still have to do all the basics. Without that, the ROI would be much more difficult to achieve and you're going to back in some of that stuff that should have been done in the beginning. Sounds like then that this is a joint effort, obviously, uh-huh. between business and the IT organization. What about the global business services organization, or at least for firms that have a GBS organization in place, which I think is most large firms today? Where does the GBS group fit in this transformational agenda, both from the standpoint of helping to define that agenda, but also delivering on it? As we look at more technology, more automation, does the GBS group become more important and their involvement more important, or is it possibly a scenario where with increased automation, maybe the GBS group becomes a little less relevant because instead of having a lot of people around to provide these services, you have more technology. So I guess both from a strategy as well as an execution standpoint, where does the GBS group fit into all of this, or where should it fit into all of this? I believe it should be right in the center of it. The GPS organization has insight to a lot of things. They will know the businesses that have strong processes, that have clear strategies. They'll know where technology is or isn't and where it could possibly be. I don't think GPS organizations should be worried about putting themselves out of business. I think they should be focused on How do we move and continually move to be a dynamic organization versus static? I think GBS organizations that are static, that are only there on the cost takeout side of things versus the value equation side, will have a limited life. But if you're constantly evolving what you can do and the GBS is part of that drive, it has a future because there will be other work that can be taken on. They could be the intermediary between internal and external resources and support and capabilities. The environment is getting much more complex. Therefore, there is a role for organizations that have capabilities to manage that complex environment and have insight into both aspects, the internal and the external. Sounds like then for the GBS organization, it's somewhat similar to scenario for an employee in a large organization. If, if you're dynamic and can evolve and deliver value, you have a future. If you're cost reduction focused and aren't able to evolve, your future may be limited. And I think that's similar to state of a lot of employees where there's a lot of talk around transactional activity being automated, but if an employee can step up and be 
retrained or perhaps they already have the requirements but just don't have the time to deliver more value-added and strategic work there in good shape going forward. So what are your thoughts on where we're at with the impact of automation on the workforce? I think organizations haven't spent enough time thinking about the human impact and what skills and capabilities people need to evolve, to take on different types of work to perhaps being the oversight of bots versus managing a process or having a different type of role in QA, whatever it may be. But people required a vision. They have to know what the future could possibly lead to. They have to have the skills and the capabilities. And organizations need to think strategically about this. You want engaged workforce. You want people who are as excited about the future as perhaps some of these innovations like us to get excited about. So organizations have to start thinking about it, planning for it, and having a very strong strategy around their environment. So, Julie, great insights on all of the points you've discussed today relative to the future of business and IT service delivery of the Global Business Services Organization. Anything else you want to add today? The only thing I would say is I really think if organizations are taking a functional view only, what are we doing with HR, what are we doing with finance, or what are we doing with procurement, all very important. But you need a ribbon. You need something to attach it all together. And I think a GBS organization where you have really deep expertise in looking at how service delivery is designed, delivered, what is delivered, how it is delivered, how it is automated, strong ties to technology, that's where you can have a really strong connection in your organization to drive that vision and the execution of the vision. Okay, I think that's a great point to wrap up, Julie. I think it really highlights that there are great opportunities out there for not only the GBS organization, but for the workforce as a whole in light of the environment we're at with increased automation and other advances in technology. But there's an onus on that need to step up and really be strategic and value added. Julie, thank you very much for your time today. This has been a very great discussion. And you can find the links to the items you referenced in the show today below the podcast. If you're online, of course, the URL for that is kpmg.com slash US slash podcast. That's a wrap. Thanks for your participation.